One of the fears of parenthood is, am I doing it right? Am I teaching my kids the right things to be godly, well-rounded human beings, to be able to go out into the world and be successful and kind to others, to have a successful marriage and family life when they're older? Am I teaching them what they need to know to be able to make good choices for themselves when I'm not around? This is something that weighs heavy on the heart of a mom. I know that it weighed heavy on my heart when I was raising my kids. Today, we're going to take that fear away because there is a guide to follow. There is a way to know that we are teaching our children the absolute right things that are best for them, the things that will give them the tools that they need to be successful, loving, happy people, a guide that gives them a hope and a future. Welcome to the Faith Lived Out Podcast. Are you wanting to do life God's way but are unsure how or what that even looks like? Do you sometimes fear that you're doing this whole wife and mom thing all wrong and want to know how to do it right? Or do you want to stop worrying all the time and learn how to truly put your faith and trust in the Lord? Hey girl, I'm Nancy Adamson, wife, mom, and Grammy to seven sweet babies, Bible study teacher, speaker, and women's ministry leader. I see you and I get you because I've been there, and I'm here to share with you what God has taught me on how to find biblical answers to life's challenging questions in His Word, to know what His promises are for you, how to apply them to your life, and to put the cares and concerns that are on your heart safely in the Father's hands. So if you're ready to learn how to live out your faith every day and follow the amazing plan that God has for you, grab your coffee, pull up a chair next to mine, and let's get started. Before we get started today, I wanted to read you a review from a follower of the podcast. Her name is Candy Girl. And she says, I love listening to this podcast. It really touches my soul. Nancy gives real life advice to help me improve my life, my relationship with God and my husband. Well, Candy, thank you so much for this review. This is how I know that the Lord is using this podcast to reach people and to change lives. And I just thank you so much for just taking that quick moment to just leave this review and to encourage me in this way. And just God bless you. Thank you. Raising kids is a big task and a huge responsibility. Our children are a gift from God and raising them is one of our top priorities. It's a common fear to think, am I doing this right? Am I teaching them the right things? Am I making good use of this time while they are with me so that when they go out into the world, they can make those good choices and be successful adults? There are a lot of different views out there and what's right and what's wrong and what's acceptable and what is going too far. And that line of acceptability seems to be moving every day. Those things that were unacceptable or not proper when you were a kid are all of a sudden just fine and everybody should be doing it. And we're also expected to embrace these changes and to teach them to our children. In teaching our kids the everyday things of life, such as how to treat other people, not to lie or steal, or how to share with others, the boundaries of dating, or choosing the right college or career path. Where does the basis of our information come from? 
oftentimes it's based on maybe what our parents have taught us. And we use the same views and values that our parents gave to us. Or we may teach them what we think is common practice, what is logical and reasonable. We may ask a friend to help us with what they're teaching their kid if we have a subject that we're having a hard time deciphering what it is and and what the truth is about this. Most likely, it's a combination of all of these things. But how do we know if these views and values are the right ones that will help them become responsible, caring adults? The only way to take away the fear and to have the confidence that what you are teaching your kids is what they need is to teach them the truth of God's word. This is the guide for raising our children. You know, there's that familiar verse of Proverbs 22, 6 that says, Train up a child in the way that he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. But what does that mean exactly? And how do we live that out in a practical way? Well, it means that we are to teach our children God's way of doing things and not the world's way. When we see our kids behaving poorly, such as lying or being unkind to someone, not sharing or taking something that isn't theirs, Instead of teaching them what our parents taught us or what we think is logical and reasonable, we are to make it a point to teach them what it says in scripture about their behavior. When they come to us with some kind of a problem and how to handle it, like say it's an unkind kid at school or those boundaries for dating or guidance in choosing what school to go to or what particular job to take, our response should be based on God's word and his teaching. Let me give you an example. When my daughter was little, she came to me one day and she had her bouncy ball in her hand. And she's like, mom, the neighbor girl across the street wants to borrow my ball, but I don't want to lend it to her because the last time I loaned my ball to her, she didn't give it back. As a matter of fact, the last two times that I've given her my ball, she hasn't brought it back. So do I have to lend it to her? Now, I had a couple of options here that I could tell her. One was I could tell her, no, you don't have to let her borrow it. If you want to, just tell her I said no, and she can't borrow the ball today. And I'm like, I said no, that I'm not going to let you loan out that ball today. Or you could maybe ask her, well, where's the ball that I gave you last time? Do you maybe have it somewhere that you could use that ball? I could have said, you know what, why don't you just go ahead and play with her with the ball? And then that way, when you're done playing, you can make sure that you bring the ball home and that way she doesn't keep it. The problem is none of those things are a part of God's word. None of those things are in line with scripture. So what I did tell her was this. Matthew 5.42 says, Give to him who asks you, and from him who wants to borrow from you, do not turn away. It doesn't say, share only with those people that you know that you're going to get your ball back. It doesn't say, share only those things that you don't care about, you don't care about losing, maybe they don't have any monetary value or any sentimental value. And it also doesn't say that you can pick and choose who it is that you want to share with. No, it says... Give to him who asks you, and from him who wants to borrow from you, do not turn away. As a matter of fact, in Luke chapter chapter 6, verse 30, it says, Give to everyone who asks of you, and from him who takes away your goods, do not ask them back. 
So not only are we to lend and to not turn someone away, but we aren't even supposed to ask for the item back from them. I also told her that when we are faithful to obey God's word, he provides for us. Her friend may not have brought the bowel back the last time, but she had a ball in her hand, meaning that a ball was provided to her, and this happened twice, so twice God provided a ball for her. And so I told her, honey, go out, loan the ball out to your friend, and if she doesn't bring it back to you, I have a feeling that God's going to provide another one for you. Don't worry about it. Some of the other lessons can seem pretty easy to teach, such as thou shalt not steal or bear false witness. But God's truth on these are a bit more strict than the world's views, and that we are not to even to tell a little white lie or to eat things from the produce section of the grocery store before paying for them. We can teach them about forgiveness when someone is unkind to them and has hurt their feelings, about God's protection when they are in fear, or how scripture tells us that vengeance is mine, says the Lord, when they want to retaliate because of a wrong that has been done with them. The really awesome thing is that these simple lessons of doing life God's way is the basis for so many other things in God's word that are different than what they're going to learn in the world and what the world teaches us about life. Again, let's use the lesson of sharing as an example. The lesson that I taught my daughter taught her also that possessions are not as important as the world makes them out to be. That saying of the man with the most toys wins, wins what, I ask? And then also, he can't take it with him and he dies anyway. So what is the purpose of this? Our possessions are not as important as the world tries to make them out to be. People are more important than things. This is the second lesson. And to be kind to them and to show them mercy. In Luke 6, 34-36, it says, And if you lend to those from whom you hope to receive back, what credit is that to you? For even sinners lend to sinners and receive as much back. But love your enemies, do good, and lend, hoping for nothing in return. And your reward will be great, and you will be sons of the Most High. For he is kind to the unthankful and evil. Therefore, be merciful, just as your Father also is merciful. So this lesson was teaching her too to put her friend before her possessions. And then in Matthew 6, 19 through 21, it says, Do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal, but lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust, (laughs) sorry, where neither moth nor rust destroys or where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Where was her treasure? Meaning, where was her heart? Was it in following God and what he told her to do, even though she didn't feel like it? Or was it in herself and the fact that she didn't want to give up her ball? All that we have belongs to God anyway. This is another lesson in 1 Timothy 6.17. Command those who are rich in this present age not to be haughty, nor to trust in uncertain riches, but in the living God, who gives us richly all things to enjoy. And then the last one is God blesses us when we give. In 1 Timothy 6, 17 and 19, or through 19, it says, Let them do good, 
that they be rich in good works, ready to give, willing to share, storing up for themselves a good foundation for the time to come, that they may lay hold on eternal life. God blesses us when we obey his word. In so many areas of life, God's way of doing things is the polar opposite of the world's way. The world says, look at me. What about me? I need to take care of me, that these possessions are mine and I've worked hard for them. However, nowhere in God's word does it tell us to look out for ourselves, to take care of our needs first, or to hold on to what we have and to not let go. Why is this? Because that's what God does. He looks out for us. He provides for us. He protects us and has a plan for our future if we trust in him and follow his precepts. So this one lesson on sharing was the beginning of teaching my daughter the right things in life that will bring her true joy and peace and about what really matters in this life. And once I started doing this, I didn't worry anymore about if I was teaching them the right things or if it was good enough to get them through. I knew that it was the truth that they needed for life and godliness. So stop and think for a minute. The last time one of your kids came to you and they needed a solution to their problems and they were looking to you for an answer, what did you base your answer on? Or when you needed to teach them right from wrong, what is acceptable and not acceptable? What was your source of truth? Was it what seemed logical and reasonable to you? Was it maybe what society says is acceptable? Or was it maybe what you were taught as a child? Did you maybe go to a friend and ask them for their advice? Or was it what God's word teaches us? There are four great ways that we can live this out to teach these lessons to our kids every day. The first one is to do some research beforehand so that you are ready with an answer and scripture to share with your kids. There's a lot of common things that kids need to learn, such as how to share or always tell the truth, to be kind to others, or maybe even to be kind to those people that they don't like or think are weird. Learn for yourself what God's word says about these different areas so that you are prepared when it comes time that you need them and need to teach them. The second one is to find Christian books that teach on these lessons, either to read to them or if they're old enough for them to read on their own. And then three, if you're homeschooling your kids, make this a part of their lesson plan, a part of their curriculum, at least weekly, for them to be able to learn the truth and the precepts of God. And then four, if they're a little older, sit down with them and take a look at the scriptures together This not only teaches them what God's word says about whatever problem it is that they're having, but it also teaches them to go to his word for the truth and for answers to life's questions. This is an invaluable lesson that they will learn to use when they are older, when they're struggling and don't know what to do or where to turn or need answers about life. They will have learned to go to God's word for truth and to trust his promises. By the way, Parenting never ends. My kids are grown and married. They have children of their own. And still they and their spouses come to me for advice. And when they do, I want my answer to be what God's word says about it, not my own opinion, because my own opinion doesn't really matter. It's God's opinion that matters. It's what his word says that makes the difference. 
I pray that this has encouraged you today. I pray that you will have the confidence and peace now in knowing that what you are teaching your children from the Word of God is the absolute right thing, best thing for them. And knowing that as you teach them God's Word, you are truly teaching them the right things for godly, successful, joy-filled lives. God bless you as you teach your children the truth of God's Word. Thank you so much for listening today. I pray that God has used this episode to bless and inspire you to live out your faith in Him. If it has, please do me a huge favor by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts. This is the only way that I know if you like the show and you will be helping others to find this podcast and be lifted up by the Word of God. Is there someone who came to mind while you were listening today and you said, Ooh, she needs to hear this. Well, then send her the link so she can be encouraged too. Are you in the Dallas area and looking for a fresh new speaker to add excitement to your next luncheon, women's retreat, or other women's event? Then drop me a note at nancy at faithlivedout.com and let's chat about it. That's nancy, N-A-N-C-I, at faithlivedout.com. I would love to come and meet with you and the ladies in your group. You're also welcome to visit the website at faithlivedout.com for more information, blog posts, journaling ideas, and free printables. Or become a part of our little community of believers by joining the Faith Lived Out community group on Facebook, where you can join together with other faith-led wives and moms just like you. Links to these areas and the scripture references used in today's episode are in the show notes. Ladies, thank you again for listening today, and know that I am praying for God to be with you as you learn to trust in Him more and to live out your faith every day. God bless you, and see you on the next episode.